Hey guys, welcome to Crosstalk, the gospel for today and beyond. The Crosstalk podcast was created in pursuit of growing in our understanding of the gospel and discovering what it means to communicate that gospel to the next generation. And now, here are your hosts, Charles and Daniel. Well, it's February the 5th, and we are kicking off our new season of Crosstalk with new equipment um, and with new theme music, new introduction. Everything's new except the one thing. Except Crosstalk. Which is Crosstalk, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're coming today, um, hopefully increasing and bettering your listening experience as you listen to us talk and um, also one of the things that we're doing is is putting crosstalk on more platforms so that people can access it more right. it's interesting we released p4c podcast a couple of weeks ago or so and um and now more and more people are listening to the messages from p4c passion for christ summit and and i think it's because we weren't in the right places and we've had people who work with us volunteer staff who have the ability and the expertise to know how to do that. And so we thought, let's do that for Crosstalk as right. well. We've talked about it for a long time, and so now here we are, February 5th, 2020, which to me is incredible, 2020, new decade. Right. And we thought we'd kick it off by doing everything new. Um, and if you go on and you look, you should be able to find Crosstalk on all your platforms. Um, Spotify. There shouldn't be much trouble. Right. I- iTunes, if you're in Google. Hey, my wife found it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For the Passion of Christ. Pam Absolutely. It, yeah. So, um, but this first episode, what we want to do is we want to kick off um, why Crosstalk. We've been doing Crosstalk for almost eight years. Um, I didn't yeah. realize that. So, so it's it's one of those things where you start looking back. And it'd be eight years this fall, so we're kind of right. going into our eighth year. Um, but when you look back on it, you, you you kind of realize, man, we've been doing this for a while. Right. And it's easy to just keep doing the same thing you're teaching. But I thought it would be good as we kick off everything new to talk about that one thing that stays the same. Why do we do crosstalk? Right. What was our purpose? Yeah. Our vision. We like that word um, right. for doing it. And um, so. As we kick off this first episode, what we realize is why Crosstalk, it, it comes down to we want to gain a vision of the glory, the glories of Jesus Christ. Right. Okay. And we want people to see that. So whatever we teach, it could be on the church, it could be whatever theological issue, whatever cultural issue we're dealing with, whatever that may be, that's what we want people to see. Vision going forward. Right. Who is we setting before us? Um, as we do this. So um, there's five things we want to talk about today as we talk about why crosstalk will be very topical in nature. We're just going to kind of kick this off in that way. Um, One is a call to remembrance. The next is a call to repentance, and then a call to readiness, and then a call to resistance, and a call to rest. So those five things are going to guide us uh, today as we talk about that. So first off, a call to remembrance. Why is crosstalk about a call to remembrance. You know, all Christian ministry, pastoral ministry, is about reminding people. It's um, um, Peter, when he wrote his second letter, <clears throat> refers, he says, well, I will not be negligent to remind you of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it's right, as long as I am in this tent, means his body to stir you up by reminding you. So Peter's intent when he wrote his letter to some persecuted Christians was to remind him of some things. He refers back to that when he says, Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words of the holy prophets 
and of us, the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's the Word of God. He just, they, they didn't call it Bible then, but the words of the Holy Prophets, the words of the apostles, that was the Word of God. He's bringing these things to their remembrance. What we want is to be that little 15 or 20 minute reminder as you drive to work or to your girlfriend or boyfriend or to some event you're going to or to hang out somewhere that you're reminded of some things that are essential to the Christian life. Hey, it's just, you know, we do that. We listen to things that remind right. us of things, and so that's what we hope to do. I, I think something you said that I thought was interesting is, is we're not here to teach any new doctrine, any new teaching. That's not – I mean, we're just teaching the Word of God. Right. I mean, as it says in Old Testament, as a great king said – there's nothing new under the sun. Right. So if, <laughs> there if is, you hear yeah. something that we say is new, then you can go listen to somebody yeah, absolutely, else. Absolutely. Because we're not about <clears throat> new stuff. We're about teaching the old stuff for our life. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's been going on for millenniums. Yeah. Um, okay, some, so, some stuff we, we've gone so long without thinking about we forgot. Right. So it seems sounds Actually, weird. I walk out of this door when we get done recording and I forget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just how we are. But we're like a, we're like a, we see our face in a mirror, as James says. And we quickly forget what it looks like yeah. when we leave. So yeah. we need to be reminded. Yeah. Okay, so a call to remembrance, a call to repentance. I feel like this one, it, they're all important. But this one, this one's really important. Well, it's interesting you <laughs> say that. Um, one of the things that the, the way we came to Christ was to turn. The word repentance means to change in the Greek. It was the change of mind. In the Old Testament, the word shuv meant to turn. Um, and so uh, and when people, when the apostles talked, when Paul talked about salvation, he wanted to preach repentance toward God. That means you turn to him and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. So you turn from something to God and you put your faith in Christ. That's salvation. So it's important for salvation, but it's important for sanctification. It's important for our Christian growth. As Christians, we want to pray for a heart and mind of repentance. And I would say what we want to encourage people to do is not to go, oh, man, I messed up. No, just say, Lord, help me to to turn, to live a life turning from false to true, turning from myself to you, turning from the world to you, turning, repenting, have a heart and mind of repentance. I don't think we want to pretend that all who listen are law are saved. Right. Nor are all I lost. I think that would be the case. So I think probably the majority of our, our audience is, you know, Christian. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to this. But I think there could be those out there who are not. And so we, we do want to recall repentance to salvation. Right. But I think the repentance we're primarily talking about is a repentance unto sanctification. Yeah. Not that anything that we do makes us any better or more important to God or more, you know, impo- you know valuable to God. But the fact that we want a, a moldable heart. A heart that is, it can be plowed and seed sown. But what the what the Old Testament writers refer to as plowing up fallow ground, yeah, unplowed ground. If you've ever seen much in the way of of farmers working up ground that's been sitting for a while, and then you know we have no till now, so it's not quite the same as it was when right. I was a boy. But still, some farmers will plow up, turn up that hardened ground. There's a plow pan in which you only it's only so deep. And the idea is this: you know, God is calling us. He is by His Word and by His Spirit saying, "No, stop, no." Mm-hmm. This is the way. Walk in it. Okay, so we have a call to remembrance, a call to repentance. What about a call to readiness? Right, and I don't think this is where I feel like the vision aspect begins to come in. Yeah, I don't. We're not going to be ready 
if these other couple of things we don't we're not mm. moving in that direction right. already but rep- readiness it's not like this comes before the others right but readiness you know, peter again uh we've referred to him already but in first peter he said in verse uh, chapter 3 verse 15 be ready always to give an answer to every man who asks you a reason of the hope that is in you now to me that's certainly a speaking being ready to speak right. but it's just being ready Having a ready Whatever mind. Whatever that may be. Right. Uh, the scripture talks of having a ready mind, having a prepared mind, being ready, prepared for what the Lord brings to us. Yeah, I think part of being reminded of biblical truth constantly is that it prepares us. It prepares us for whatever life may bring. Yeah. And I think the reason people, and we're going to struggle anyway because we're human and we're fallible, but Part of the problem that we see in the issues that people have, even believers, is because they're not ready. They are not ready with God's truth. So when that death comes or when that depression comes or when whatever it is you have, loss, we're not ready. And so then we have to be reminded again because we're, we're struggling so much. Right. There's, there's a sense in which we can't be completely ready no. for all things. Yeah. But there's certainly a sense in which we can prepare ourselves for what the Word brings. You will remember when Micah, at the age of eight, had a bike wreck. And, uh, man, that we could only have time to describe the whole thing, but it knocked him out, put him in the hospital, put him back in the hospital, eight and a half hours of, of microscopic brain surgery, uncertainty as to whether he would live through the surgery. You don't, you know, those kinds of things, as others have said, they don't, uh, they do make you, but they also show what you're made of. If, right. you, if your roots are in Christ, and, and, you know, I drew up on, we drew up on, mm. Christ and our walk and our knowledge of Christ and His Word and our relationship with Him. And we want people, we want to help people along the way to be ready. Well, and I think it's not just being ready for whatever it is may come, because we know stuff will come, but I think we want to get people desiring to study God's Word more. Right. Just ready this, for the this next is step. just a, an appetizer, really. I mean, 15 minutes or right. so. Yeah. It's just an appetizer. Like, we, we can't possibly delve, not even the years that we've been doing it, delve the riches. There's so much more we can talk about. Right. You know, so. We don't pretend to do anything exhaustive with what we do. Okay, so a call to readiness, a call to resistance. And I, and I think in this we're talking about we fight the world, we fight the flesh, and the devil. Yeah. These are the things we're resisting. That's the, the most obvious one because James and Paul both tell us to resist the devil. Uh, but if you look at First John, um, we, we see in other places this whole aspect of the warfare we're in, right. and the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we're either going with the flow or resisting. I've used, I think it wasn't all that long ago, I used the illustration of like a lake where there's a dam, and the water's dammed up, and the, the lake or the river is flowing toward the dam. And so the current is taking all kinds of trash and driftwood, and it's all stopping there on the dam. But that, none of that driftwood, none of that trash resist the current it flows with the current same with us if we're in water with current we're either swimming against it or we're going with it right and in in life we want to resist the we're world. not talking about bucking authority here no <laughs> just no, for that's the sake not of the that. point the point is not rebellion the <laughs> right. point is resistance to what is evil in the culture the culture for us and our generation is more obviously resistant to truth than ever. Now, it's not more resistant. It's always been resistant, but obviously so. We want to know how to stand and how to resist. 
error. We want to know not only that, but to resist our own sin, the flesh, you know, that remains in us, and then the devil himself who's at work. You know, and uh, you and I talked about this before coming on, but the the real struggle is that idea of eternal perspective. We struggle with that, and 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 I think this kind of goes in with it altogether because we're resisting because we know there's something greater than what um, you know what is in front of us. This is not it. But the problem is that's all we know. Right. Um, no matter how much I want to strive, and I should strive for being eternally minded. I'm always at my phone, my computer, everything that I'm looking at right now. That's all I know. Right. My my family, as good as they are, that's all I know. But they're going to be so much be- things are going to be so much better in eternity. And I'm called a remembrance. Over a week ago, we lost a celebrity, Kobe Bryant. You know, right. died in a right. tragic, tr- you know, accident. And I think it's gotten a lot of people thinking Christian or not. Right. But the thing is, is that I, I, that reminded me, this is all I know. That's why it feels so tragic sometimes, because it's hard for us to see anything else other than that. But the Christian is getting to know eternal realities. And, I, and one of the ways I responded to that as we were talking earlier is that the experiences of life, the tragedies of life, when God shakes our foundation, <clears throat> He is preparing us for eternity. He is turning, causing us to turn loose of the now. And I, I shared about an evangelist who, whom I know who lost some dear friends years ago, and I remember him crying and in and, and the loss, and he said, Lord, the Lord really knows how to wean you. Mm. And that is what God's doing over this life. He is weaning us from this, mm. preparing us for that. So call to resistance. Lastly, we do crosswalk. Why we do crosswalk is a call to rest. We want to rest our souls, and we want to know that Christ is our rest. But more specifically, what do we mean? Well, you know, Jesus said to, he had people follow him. Some were converted, some were not. Some became Christians, became followers of Christ, disciples. Some were disciples, some were apostles. But he said to them, come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. They evidently had some yoke, but take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your soul. And isn't that what we want? We want rest for our souls. We, you know, this is this, our soul is all we have ultimately. Everything else is going to burn up. And so, uh, at the writer of Hebrews, somewhere in there around chapter four, talks about there being there remains a rest for the people of God. Well, what is that rest? Christ is our Sabbath. He's our rest. The Sabbath was an indication of a pointing toward Christ. Now, what we want to learn to do day by day is to rest in Christ, to find Him our all, to find Him sufficient, to walk with an awareness of His presence, and to rest. You know, that, that unruly child, that not understanding uh, spouse <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever the case right. may be uh, is not the main issue. The main issue is our rest in Christ. Yeah. And it's, it comes out, what is our promised land? What is our rest? What is our Sabbath? We know that Christ is the fulfillment of that. That's right. Um, uh, and, and in the end, we're learning for him to be all. And I think it comes back to what we talked about. We want people to, to gain a vision of the realities of the glory of Jesus Christ. Yes. That's why we do crosstalk. This, and we use the word vision a lot here. We use the word gospel a lot. But we want to gain a vision 
of the gospel. We do want people to see the gospel for today and beyond. We want people to grow in their pursuit of understanding of the gospel, as we've often said, and discovering what that means to transfer the next generation. We don't just be about us. Right. We want to be about the next generation. It's not just about Pass our denomination, our religion. Right. One of my favorite Tozer quotes says, we are called to an everlasting preoccupation with God. Well, that's what we're going to do in heaven. We will right. be completely preoccupied. With so let's God start right in now. Christ. So we're learning now. Yeah. We're on. We're on the journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, and that concludes our first episode of the new season. We thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. You can always visit us on the web at crosstalkpodcast.org. Again, that's crosstalkpodcast.org. Crosstalk is produced by Vision for Living Ministries. This podcast is a free resource, but you can financially support us by going to visionforliving.org slash support. Again, that's vision, the number four, living.org slash support. For more information on Vision for Living Ministries, visit our website at visionforliving.org, where you will find other resources, including a great blog. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Vision for Living. Or check us out on Twitter, at V4L. We would also love to hear from you, and we love getting questions from our listeners. You can always email us at info at visionforliving.org. Again, info at vision, the number four, living.org. Be sure to join us next week on Crosstalk, the gospel for today and beyond.